<laughs> yeah. Well, we should do a um. Because that's what you hear through the headset when we play on Thursdays. Welcome to last week. We're doing this one drunk. Really? I always do them drunk. (laughs) Really what we want to do is uh, have impressions at the start of every single episode. Tonight's impression is... Or the pop... It's... Well, you gotta... Wait, no. uh, I don't have enough liquid. Look, kiss. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Wait, I mean, I really want us to get into Foley, you know, <laughs> and like, oh, like, let me, let me walk down the hallway, you know, <laughs> like, oh, and then, honey, I'm horses. home, <laughs> yeah, ding dong, <laughs> uh, well, welcome, welcome to Lad 2 Pod, uh, a radio play, uh, yeah, that was, uh, about, like, a radio play present, presented by Orson Welles, exactly, uh, welcome to Lad 2 Pod, we are lads who game, uh, here, uh, with a very special episode, nope, it's just uh, a regular episode, uh, this is actually a regular Episode. A, a very special regular episode. <laughs> it's a special episode by virtue of being a regular episode. Exactly. No, but actually, this would be three regular, two special. Oh, no, because Kirby's a special because of Shelby. Kirby's special, right. yeah. Nope. Every, uh, honestly, so it's, it's a very special regular. episode. <laughs> Every episode is like special in its own right. It's special in my heart. Yeah. yeah. You guys are special, so. Oh. oh I wish I could say the same. I'm <laughs> supposed to return to nope. events. Nope, we're having fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I am a I am Lad Robert. I am Lad Jack, and I'm Lad Jimmy. And we're uh, what are we here to talk about today, Jack? Well, we are here to talk about um, the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Is that the official title? Yeah, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Skywalker Colin, saga. the complete saga, part two. Colin, <laughs> George Lucas needs a guest house. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you think, do, what do you think his like pay is on this? I don't know. Actually, oh, this God, is the no, thing. No clue. I, it's like on these properties that are, you know, based on like movies, books, whatever, you know, does the author, writer, like, do they, is it like a licensing fee that they well, get a cut of? Does this count or? as his toy fee? Oh, is it merchandising? Well, because it's not well, Lucas, it is, it's not, it's, is it LucasArts or is it not LucasArts? I think it's, it's Telltale. I thought it was EA. It's, it's Traveler's it's, Tale. It's, it's TT tra- Games. Yeah, TT Games. Oh, no, it, it, it now at least... It has Disney on the um, like the masthead and Lucasfilm. Oh, Limited. okay. All right. Well, they, and then they're... WB Games. Warner yeah, Warner Brothers. Games. Right, but like what? What? No, I I know. Sorry, I know what WB Games are, but I'm like, why are they there? Is well, it... they they do for sure some of the other Lego games, I believe. Well, like, I, could, I would understand why they would do like Harry Potter, but why? Yeah. Oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. All right, so we're, we're here to talk about the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Um, if you don't know what this game is or haven't had a chance to play it yet, I will read you a little official blurb from the Star Wars Skywalker Saga website, which is that the galaxy is yours with Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Play through all nine Star Wars Saga films in a brand new Lego video game unlike any other except for the nine that came before. Experience fun-filled adventures, whimsical humor, and the freedom to fully immerse yourself in the Lego Star Wars universe like never before. Um, so yeah, um, we all just played this game, and uh, God, I'm realizing this is hard to like lead the discussion like you usually do. I think <laughs> fun to note, because I just remembered that we were organizing it in this way the other day, but this is technically chapter seven of season two of The Lads. Ah, uh, so wow, we're so far through wow, it. Force, I saw Force that. Awakens on this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is the Force Awakens okay, so this of gonna, This is going to be a two. decent one, then. This is going to be... <laughs> this, it's going to be good, but it's kind of basically the same as uh, chapter four. It's, it's a legacy... <laughs> 
chapter at this <laughs> yeah, point. Exactly. We're gonna be bold next time and we're gonna just shit the bed on the the, the last one. Um yeah, but chapter seven, I forgot that we were organizing uh, our by chapter by chapter, which I really like and want to make a thing. Uh, well, so let's, chapter ma- let's seven, make it a thing. Chapter yeah, seven, Skywalker like saga. Yeah, fu- fuck Fortnite in their reverse. We we want to make <laughs> it season makes sense as the big one. Yeah, chapter makes sense as a little one. Well, um, with that said, I guess so. Let's dive into our initial thoughts and um, review scores. So, um, oh Robert, do you want to start? Yeah. Oh boy, I didn't. I uh, wasn't prepared. Uh, no, I'm prepared, but I don't want to go uh, first. <laughs> yeah. So, um, wow, uh, so what did we play again? Uh, no, I. Um, so I have, like I think every other lad here at the table, played um, quite a few LEGO games in my time, including LEGO Star Wars games before. Um, So I was very excited to come into this game. I... um I pre-ordered the like, you know, like special edition that had the like Lego Han in uh, <laughs> carbon like uh, steelbook. Yeah. Um, so I was really on board with this, um, and I left, and I, I've said this already, uh, but I left not being mad but being disappointed. <laughs> and there was a handful of things that really uh, did not work for me, never, uh, ended up working for me throughout the entire gameplay. And for that, uh, I am going to give Lego Star Wars a two and a half stars. Wow. Wow. That's pretty, oh, right. A pretty low score for me. Uh, it, it was just not, it didn't do it for me. Sure, sure. All right, um, Jimmy. Fair enough. Yeah. So I, uh, I'll start with my score off the top here. I'll go Ooh, reverse. Okay. Um, I awarded Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga a two point five stars as well, uh, and I resonated in with the lad language here for two point five with um, it's a not a good game. I, I wouldn't call this a bad game. Like I think uh, my big takeaway from the whole thing is like they clearly went big on this and really tried. Uh, and I appreciate that, and I think that it, their efforts are very present in a lot of aspects of this game. Um, however, I think they went big in the wrong places. Um, and for reasons that we'll get into, uh, there were a lot of aspects of this game that, like Robert said, just didn't work or felt really shallow. Um, and I, uh, I had a hard time getting through it. I did complete the game. I played all nine uh, episodes, but I would say probably around... Oh man, episode five, I was really starting to drag. Like episode four, I was like, okay, I, I'm kind of over this, but I'm still through it. But by episode five, I was like, all right, this can be done now. It's kind of repeating itself. So um, I might have seen what the developers were going for, but I think they clearly missed the mark. Wow, um, this is crazy. So actually, can you pull up that lab language? Sure, I yeah. would like to read from it. Um, of course. So um, I want to just preface my review by saying that I did not finish this game to its completion. Um, Not personal vendetta against the game, just um, there was a lot going on this month for me personally, professionally. It was was a crazy time. We wanted to record. I want to play our next game. So (laughs) I I played uh, through, I was partway through episode four when I was like, I'm not going to finish in time. So let's, but it's okay. We're just going to keep going anyway. That being said, um, I actually have the highest rating. Nice. I, I'm giving it a three out of five. Um, I do agree with a lot of this language in in it. Um, truly average really sticks out. Notable shortcomings. Um, and I don't regret playing it, but yeah, I would not touch this game again. 
I played a lot of Lego games as a kid as well. I feel like my main takeaway, and I don't know if this just comes from age or not, there are things that we'll talk about in the gameplay that I do think speak to this more specifically, but I just feel like the charm was like lost on me this time. Mm. Like the humor was still good and there were a lot of jokes that did make me laugh, but something about the novelty of like Lego Star Wars in video game format was just like not doing it for me at all when I was playing this game. I was just like, I wish I was playing, you know, um, uh, what's it called? Fuck. Well, I can't remember the name. The other Star Wars game we played. Uh, Last, not Last Jedi. Not Jedi, Last Jedi. Jedi. Fallen Order. Just Fallen Order. I, 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 was I like, think I was trying to think of a Lego game for a no, second. No, I was, I was like, sorry. I was like, what the hell? I can't think. Fallen Order. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, I wish I was playing Fallen oh, Order yeah, right yeah, now yeah. instead. Um, you know, it's just, it's fine. Like, it's just, it's just fine. It's there are fun moments, but there's not really anything super X Factor or special about it. And maybe this is a good moment to just bring up my sort of overreaching principle that we can use to maybe just talk about through the conversation as we go through tiers of what we're talking about and everything. But my big takeaway is um, for context, um, there's this phrase, I looked it up today to see if it came from anywhere, but there's this idiom um, called donuts for dinner that um, I realized is, I thought it was just referenced in this musical that I really like called title of show, which is great. And um, they say that their show is donuts for dinner, which means that it sounds like a great idea at the time, but 30 minutes later, you're hungrier for something meatier. Mm-hmm. And I just really feel like that's what this game is. And also backtracking a bit what Kirby was for me as well, which is that it's like, it's donuts for dinner. It's great. It's sweet. It's fun. And then 30 minutes after I put the game down, I'm like, mm, but I want to do something else. Like now mm-hmm. I'm craving something else. I'm craving something more elevated and that's ultimately where I landed on this game and why I'm giving it a 3 out of 5. I was between 3 and a 2.5 for Same. a bit although I will say that like I for a week now have been settled on 2.5 yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very confident it wasn't like going into today I was like I don't know and the language that stood out to me yeah. for 3 and why I couldn't give it a 3 is I did kind of regret playing Oh this. you regretted it? I mean I don't like, it sounds harsh, but if I was in episode four and I was already, like, I'm done, mm-hmm. that's not even halfway through. And the other thing that I realized while playing is I think if given the opportunity to play a LEGO Star Wars game again, and I could either play Skywalker Skywalker Saga or some other LEGO Star Wars game, mm-hmm. I would probably play Complete Saga again. And not just because of nostalgia. I actually think that that game is designed better than what they did with this game. Uh, Saga being 2007. Uh, I, you know, despite the upgraded graphics and the, the big swings they did in a couple of aspects with this game, I really think I would probably have enjoyed playing mm-hmm. that original game better. That would have given me my Lego Star Wars fix, and yeah. I think I would have had a better time with it overall. So I, I did, like, I did regret playing it, not in the, <laughs> like, I hate this game for it, yeah. but, like, I don't know what else to call it when I was done, not even halfway through, and I mm-hmm. wanted to play a previous version. It right. kind of, it kind of, to me, I, actually, it was so funny because I was, I was just looking up uh, the score I gave for Mario Golf uh, Super Rush, and I almost had the exact same thought, but about like about that game, mm-hmm. like where I was playing it, and I was like, man, 
I did not need to buy this. Like yeah. I had fun in the second that I was playing it, but as soon as it done, I was like, I've played this before. I don't want to go back to it. There's previous versions of this game that I've liked better and have had a yeah. better time with. Yeah, I just think it's like it's one of those things where when um, when I was first starting this game out, I had a friend of mine who was already playing it, and I asked him. I was like, Hey, like, do you feel like this is like three different Star Wars games or like nine different Star Wars games, yeah. or does it feel like one? coherent like like Lego Star Wars game and I really think that the answer to this is like it feels paced very poorly yeah and the I'll say that maybe a lot of that or a big part of that is just by the fact that you're covering such a large swath mm-hmm. of material right like is it supposed to be played in one set, like setting right like maybe there it was designed to be like yeah. play the first like play play a trilogy because I know you can play any trilogy mm-hmm. in any order maybe it was designed to be play a trilogy step away for six months play yeah. a trilogy <laughs> I think that's bad design if that's what they were intending mm-hmm. but like I started I did uh, Colonel uh, chronological, chronological order um, and by like Jimmy said I, I, at the end of three I was like I get it yeah I, I'm well, not getting anything new and it's interesting that you say that too because I feel like one of the things that I was thinking about a lot playing this game is that it really feels like they're trying to do like their Super Smash Brothers Ultimate where yeah. it's like mm-hmm. we're not making more this is the definitive mm-hmm. like end all be all Lego Star Wars game. You know, it's got all the pieces in it. It's got all the bonus content. It's got all the characters. Like, we're not making more games. So, to your point, I think that is a little bit true, which is that they really were just like, no matter how long it all is or how much it might not work congruently with one another, it's like, this is just the definitive ultimate version of all the Lego Star Wars games smack dab into one but i just think that this is not the kind of game that that works this is meant oh yeah yeah it didn't work for me totally but i i think to your point that's exactly what they were like i uh you know red dead redemption 2 or whatever i know that game is not supposed to be completed right Mm -hmm. like i know like there are a million things that you go back to you know i've literally hundreds of hours in that game i would go back to that tonight and have a good time going back to it i will never play lego star wars again and none of none of the and then maybe this is like a good opportunity to talk about like um the the like gameplay of it yeah well we should also talk i want to hear a little bit about what you were saying with the complete saga because i there's obviously there's a big gameplay difference in this game from the last time i played lego star wars which is i think just the original trilogy Lego Star Wars that I had? So they had... Uh, Lego Star Wars 1 came out in 2005, which mm-hmm. was the prequel trilogy. They had oh. Lego Star Wars 2, which was 2006, which was the original. And then 2007, which I'm assuming is the one that you had, because I had it as yeah. well, on the Wii was Complete Saga, which had both the original and... Maybe I did have Complete Saga, but basically it's like... We should talk about gameplay specifically, because I think there's big... There's obviously huge changes in between both of yeah. them yeah. that are pretty. And I'll, I'll say like before, right before we hop into yeah. that, just one like one last thing because well, there's really nothing to talk about narrative because no, like, yeah. I, I, there's a six hour conversation critiquing the narrative. Of we'll Star be releasing Wars, a separate podcast episode yeah. just yeah. about the narrative pros and cons of Star Wars. Um, but, yeah. but like I think that I I, don't, I forget which one of you mentioned it, but um, I felt like as I was playing this. Um, it didn't hold enough merit to warrant like a video game. <laughs> I almost was like, why is this not a movie? Like mm. I would almost. Oh well, they are. I, would, I have good news for you. Star <laughs> yeah. Wars movie. 
I would oh, that's, almost, yeah. that's interesting. I would almost rather watch Lego Star Wars the movie yeah. or have a short game than I would play it. I and, I agree with that's that because the cutscenes were easily my favorite part yeah. of the Yeah, game. for sure. Well, the comedy of Lego Star Wars or, or any, Lego, any Lego game is so Killed good. It. Yeah. Killed it. And I, I want to say, too, to be kind to this game... Um, I went into this very like skeptical of the voice acting. I know that they did a good mm. job with the voice yeah, actors. Like it. they got a lot of the Clone Wars actors and the Rebels actors, so they didn't you know cut corners with that. But I was a big fan of, of the mumbling of the original. I games. forgot to toggle it to try to see both. Honestly, as someone who went into it saying I'm gonna do mumble mode because I like that better, I really liked the voice acting, yeah, the and I saw okay. it. Just about every cutscene made me laugh like <laughs> deeply. Like I, I was like, it was crazy because I was having such a mediocre time with the game, and a cutscene would go, and I'd be like, "Fuck!" Like that's funny. Yeah, they really are right back in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, so I agree. I think a movie actually would have been. Yeah. Like, a, didn't they have a Lego Batman movie or something? They they've had well they've well, had they a couple have of recent they've had the a couple Legos, of recent yeah. like Lego movies, but it's a I feel like it's a different kind of like humor in some ways. Like sure. I feel like this is just so specifically and and um, Jules asked me she was like what so why is this a Lego game like is it just like Star Wars but Legos yeah and I was like having a tough time describing it just like why is a, it is it just a like thing. is a thing like it just like just, is a part of our culture like there's an, there's the Lego Harry Potter games too and yeah. like. Just is Lego a, Indiana Jones. Lego, it just is yeah. a thing. Like, and I, I just feel like that they're... Maybe just because it's like those fandoms or like um, pieces of IP appeal to young boys. Well, they're... they're and they're, Legos is like a toy that's traditionally marketed towards young boys. But so they're like, just, they're parodies. Like, essentially that's what these yeah, are. Right, I'm just saying like maybe parodies. that's where this, I, this... I think that's what it is. It's like that's where it came from is it's like this streamlining or like vertical integration of like marketing toys to... Yeah. Boys. I mean, they, I mean, I just uh, looked this up when the DLC that I wrote for this game, but they have come out with a Lego video game every single year since 1995. What Holy the hell? shit. Every, they have, I don't think, if they missed a year, it's one. Like, they uh, have had... Did either? Oh, sorry, go ahead. It, it's just, it's great. So, this, these Lego franchises are alive and well, and I are think they, they like, totally Are they IP games? Like Not all of them. Um, like, I'd say Lego like, Shape of Water or something like that. <laughs> I'd say like roughly, um, I felt like roughly 50-50 or so. There's mm -hmm. a lot of like original Lego games and then there's also, as Jack said, Harry Potter. There's like the Marvel Super Well, I was just going to ask, villains. did either of you guys have the Lego Island game? Yeah, we Lego were just, Island. yeah, yeah okay, Lego Island yeah. rocked so hard. That was the thing that I was thinking was like, that was like my favorite game as a kid was yeah. Lego Island. Yeah. So yeah. like, and, oh. and I think just by the nature of like Lego being a fun toy, I think it really does work in video game fashion mm -hmm. like I, I i don't leave this game thinking like there shouldn't be lego video games no no i'm, not at all. I'm really happy that this game exists and i think that um i guess my my note would be like i don't make this one your last one don't make this one the definitive one you could go back and tweak mm. some things a little bit but unless they make another trilogy I just well don't know. i just i feel like the the problem with this one for me was and why i wish it was kind of like a movie almost is that like there are two things. One is that their pacing and the things that they took like chose to really hyper focus on was really confusing to me because sometimes it felt like there was this really long like gameplay moment mm -hmm. that was covering such a minuscule thing in the game or sometimes where they like would brush over something like that was super monumental I was like oh my god I can't believe they episode just, like, three basically starts with order 66 yeah like, like so there was there's those... like one mission where like Padme like walks to the senate or something and then it's like <laughs> ah order 66 so so there's these like weird like pacing uh, that 
that was my favorite joke in the whole so thing was good. Order 67 and the dancing <laughs> stormtrooper. You know, the first, sorry to cut you off, Robert, but I agree, it was really good. Um, the first round of that joke, I was like, oh, that's dumb, just a dance joke, but they kept fucking bringing it up. That's the, the repetition really got me. <laughs> uh, yeah. it, they wore me down. Anyway, yeah. Robert, so you're in the. No, room. no, I was just saying, like, I felt like there was. The the way that these movies progress from the original trilogy to current, they just get a little too, like, heavy is a strong word, but, like, the original trilogy is so just, like, good versus evil, and, like, you can dive a little bit deeper, obviously, but, like, it works so well for, like, a parody kind of thing, but then you get to, like, the sequel trilogy, and there's some stuff that's just, like, a little bit, like, more complex than, like, what Lego, like, humor yeah. does. And not that Star Wars is, like, overly complicated, but then it then what happens is they can say, okay, are we going to do these, like, really serious kind of, like, detailed things and, like, make it funny? Or are we going to, like, skip over them and do right. our, like, Lego thing? And then when it happens is, like, you just end up, like, missing a lot. And so it's, like, almost like, okay, they shouldn't do this with this particular franchise. That yeah. was, like, kind of my, like, takeaway from it. Uh, and and that impacted, I think, the gameplay, which is super crucial to a game like this, of course. Well, I want to just if we, let's get into gameplay officially and everything. Yeah. I just really want to say, first and foremost, I really hated the over-the-shoulder perspective. Oh, did not enjoy it. I really thought it cut down on like the silliness of it and like the antics of it and like. Whoa. I found, just in general, like, the camera angles on this game, unbelievably distressing. Mm. Like, every time you walk into a wall, the camera, like, you know, jiggers around and, like, mm. just can't, like, figure it out. And, like, I, I thought found... Also, the I mean, the the lightsaber duels, because they, they do it most of the time. It, it's fine for, like, the shooters, you know, mm -hmm. like, when you're, like, behind a wall or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's really distressing in the lightsaber duels where they try to give it this, like, cinematic angle... Where you're like doing the like, you know, and it's like you're just like button mashing to like press the lightsabers, and then it suddenly goes into this wide angle again, and then you're all turned around, you have to try to move the camera, but then the camera angle locks into place at certain points in the boss battle, so there's yeah. no freedom of movement, it just feels mm -hmm. very rigid and forced and like too linear. It's just that whole approach to the gameplay where they were really trying to amp up the cinematic elements of it and not like. I remember in the complete saga, it's like even the dramatic lightsaber battles just happen in like a third person aerial yes. camera yeah. where you can just jump around the boss and run around in a yeah. circle and it's just way more fun in terms of gameplay, especially because it's really silly anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But it's really silly and it's really easy. And I don't I don't feel like it's worth being like, this is game is too easy because it's Oh, designed, I feel like it it's is. It, it is, <laughs> but like it's designed for kids. It's a Lego game. I'm okay with a game that is like easy like that's totally fine yeah. but then to your point yeah. and i also didn't really like the overhead stuff because i was like it auto locks on the enemy the auto locking is there, terrible there's literally no uh like there's no threat of any real danger or mm -hmm. like if you die you immediately spawn and yeah. you have yeah. so many i mean most I'm, I'm assuming all of us have so many of those like I think it was like like credits or whatever thousand or something yeah that like it doesn't really matter if you yeah. lose any like so there's no threat of anything so why make it why even try to make it intricate? Like, just just right. let us, like, kind of go around like crazy and yeah. do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, to add on to your point, uh, and I agree with both of you. Well, I I, I think that the, the visuals of being over the shoulder for the blaster combat, I thought was visually really cool. The blaster okay. combat was fine. It was, yeah. it was mostly the lightsaber dueling. I was okay with the lightsaber dueling in your typical level. I think mm -hmm. what you're, you mean, just to clarify the boss, the boss battles. Yeah. I'll, I'll grant you that. I agree. I think being locked in was kind of weird. But anyway, um... 
I think that this game, this is what I'm talking about when I say it went too big in the wrong areas. Mm-hmm. Um, unnecessary was the word that I kind of kept coming back to. Yeah. Um, the cover mode, completely unnecessary. Yeah. Um, you know, being locked on target, unnecessary because yeah. you, you easily hit them. The entire, and I know you guys will agree with me, I'm, I'm assuming so, the entire uh, skill tree. Did you even open that up? Well, I, it oh was boy, we got to come w- back to that when we get to extras and stuff. Because waste of what time. What the hell? Yeah, like, just... and, and I would have so much rather they put development time into, uh, rather than doing like five main levels per episode and thus cutting over some more important things, like scrap all the time they took on the skill tree because you don't even need it. It no. literally is so easy that you never need to upgrade anything. Get rid of all of that and give me five more story mode levels. Like no, yeah, the only much th- rather the only thing on the skill tree I did was the speed of walking yes. and the brick collection. I expanded that to max so that I could just like kind of like run through the levels as fast as I, I could to skip, get to the end. I did skip all of the protocol droid puzzles. You oh, like, I didn't. Oh, those yeah. Sucked. No, oh well, so kind of in the gameplay room. I know this is like a little bit in the like bonuses, a little bit of gameplay, but like um. I, in theory, like the different classes of characters where you have the yeah. like the different things that can do different people. I have a huge issue that they're locked pretty much until certain levels where yeah, like, yeah. you know, I would run by something. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like a thing, like a, a, a brick, which is like the collectible, a brick, I can get that super easy. Mm-hmm. And then it's locked because I don't have the like scoundrel, like whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like... Goodbye forever. I am right, never going to yeah. come back I'm to this I'm never going to remember that that's there. And, and again, we'll get back to that with the extras because it's like yeah. such and, a problem. And so, but then like it, on it, in addition to that, they had those like puzzles and I'm saying puzzles with like huge air quotes where you would go up to the terminal and they were so fucking easy and so waste like waste of time. So um almost like again i know it's for kids but it's like insulting it's just like this is just a nuisance this doesn't add anything this is just making me annoyed i'll skip that as soon as possible Mm -hmm. but like it's just one of those things where i was like i don't want to have to switch between characters constantly i just want to do this game as is like stop trying to complicate i know that there is a free play mode in this game and i didn't really do that much diving into it but the thing that I appreciate and remember from my childhood of playing these games about the multiple classes and what I feel like, again, I didn't do as much the free play, mostly because I felt like the incentive wasn't there. But what I really miss is that feeling of, oh, that level is so fun. I'm going to go back and do it again, but I want my team to be C-3PO and the Emperor mm-hmm. and, you know, like, um, and Boba Fett and, like... And like, Indiana Jones. And Indiana Jones, yeah. yeah. And, like, make it, like, this weird hodgepodge team and, like, yeah. play the level in, like, a fun way where it's like, oh, like, I'm going to try out all these different abilities that and vibes that these characters mm-hmm. bring to a fun level. And I just feel like I never had an incentive to feel the need to go back no. to any of the levels. Because there was, like... What was it like? Ten thousand like collectibles. We should just talk about it. Yeah, we're like dancing around it. But like again, just like one sort of like last thing on gameplay. Mm -hmm. I just think like it's an easy game. I'm fine with an easy game. Don't add stuff that just Mm -hmm. is like a barrier versus like an extra. It's just a hard stopping point. Also, I mean, well, the way that okay, so my absolute number one least favorite moment in the entire game was the fact that the Obi Wan um, Anakin lightsaber battle in Episode Three is broken up by several C three PO R two D two like. Yeah. puzzles 
It's like totally. I mean, again, there's no narrative in this game, but it really just breaks up the flow of yeah. the of the action sequence and just feels yeah. like such weird. Like C three, it's like with like the lightsaber, and then it's just like okay, C three PO now, up arrow. Yeah. Okay, right arrow. Oh, you know, just like these slow puzzles. You know what I read as well. I I read that for the co op for that level of particular. Player two is C-3PO. Right. And for the last, like, part of that battle when they're on the lava river, um, player two is literally just C-3PO floating on a floating platform watching the fight. Literally does nothing. nothing yeah, it's do. like they kind of, I don't know, it's like, it's, they sort of are, get caught in those corners, but they didn't find a way to make it interesting or well, silly. You know, it's just like a weird. They didn't, they didn't even need to think of anything because yeah. they already came up with it in 2007. What was it? What was it in that level? Player two is Anakin. It's a pl- Oh, it's a duel. It's just a duel. That's fine. PvP, that was fun. Yeah, it's like you pick either one or other. Like you could do from the perspective of the droids watching that fight could be funny. Like from a Lego Star Wars yeah, perspective, you could like do it. But it's like that's just lazy. He's just like on a platform floating somewhere. Like that's yeah. weird. Just didn't make any sense. And then I guess you said uh, into like the extras. Yeah, I mean all. you just said it, but it's the same thing. I mean, I like the way it's done in Breath of the Wild with the Korok seeds, mm-hmm. where it's like. With, okay, th- this is something that I feel like I've mentioned maybe once before, but I want to talk about it now writ large through the veil, or the, sorry, through the um, perspective of LEGO Star Wars, which is that I do not like games that have a Full thousand... Stop. Yes, I don't like video <laughs> games. I don't like games that have a thousand collectibles and tell me there's a thousand. Because mm. it just feels so insurmountable, and so I just am looking at that fucking Kyber brick thing that's like four oh out of ten thousand. The first time I saw that, I was like, "Are you fucking?" It's just so me? like I'm not gonna do this, but why do I have to look at this goddamn number every time? I appreciate that in something like Breath of the Wild, they don't really say, you know, there's seven hundred side quests or nine hundred Korok seeds. Yeah. So you can just kind of like the the way that Breath of the Wild is designed, and I think Red Dead Two does this really well. I don't remember how it works in Red Dead One, but it's like there's just a plethora and an abundance of bonus content and side quests so that every step you take, mm-hmm. you inadvertently bump into something extra and fun without having to try. Yeah. But it's not this feeling yeah. of like, I have to get all whatever, 900, you know, Korok seeds, Kyber crystal bricks, whatever they are. But I hate in a game like this where it's just like so inundated with bonus content like that that it just feels completely insurmountable. And then it's also trying to be like, you still have 700 more yeah. to go. You know, it's just it, it such a come, weird vibe. It just comes back to the fact, though, that, like, I, I wouldn't have been um, opposed to seeing the, the full Kyber Crystal count at the beginning if the Kyber Crystals had value at all. Yeah. But they don't, and the puzzles themselves, not all the time, but a lot of the times, um, we're also just not fun to solve. I think that's the thing with the no. Korok Seeds is, like, no matter what, like... Most of the time, the Korok seed, the fun in that is solving the little puzzle or being observant yeah. and noticing you got to move a thing here or there. Well, that's what's fun about Korok seeds is the, um, you see the little leaves and yeah. you're like, oh, there's a puzzle. Like, you know, right. I have to figure or something out. you see out a little, and... you know, rock circle that's missing a rock. And you're like, okay, there's got to be a rock somewhere around here. Yeah. This, a lot of the time was just like, oh, force an object on this button and then force <laughs> yeah. an object on that button. Uh, and then you've unlocked the Kyber Crystal. Well, it just it's didn't like, do anything. Yeah, and like, the other thing too is that in addition to like not having any value, you know, because of this like 
open world that is like so empty and mm-hmm. really just big for the sake of having all these like mini puzzles around that are not interesting like I have no incentive to go to them and then if there's one that's like okay it's slightly off the beaten path there's this fun like little climbing thing here I'll go ahead and do it and then I get there and I'm like right in front of it and it's like nope you need to have like <laughs> yeah. the, like um, you know Ray's like scavenger. net gun the scavenger gun Which or whatever you don't even get episode 6 I right. know it's crazy like, and so so I'm like you're creating these thousands of things and you're expecting to like go back to them and I get that there's people that like will play this game and go back in the free play for the completionist but like what's the point you yeah. know like the, all the it's side just stuff it's completionist to complete you know and that's yeah, never fun it, it is it is like to like really simply it's just like quality versus quantity mm-hmm. and I would so much rather have less of them have the upgrades be either like more uh like make more sense or have more impact in the game or even like be really silly or something like that like oh if you collect like all these different like kyber bricks or whatever then you can make you know uh like like a exploding like confetti noise every time like you shoot like like that kind of like cheat coding type thing they did have some of those but they they felt just like and this might just be the nature of being like adults playing it but they had like big head mode and i think they had um like uh baguette mode where your saber was a baguette. <laughs> well, so I, that's funny. Yeah. Well, so, I, 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 but like, I think I, I know what you're talking about. It's mm-hmm. the, but don't you need a different resource to? Oh, was that the? Those? Was that the like the mini yeah, kits or whatever they're called? Well, the or, mini kits are for the ships. Oh. Mini kits. It was the. I know what you're talking about. It's the other one. It's a different data re- card. Da- yeah, the data, data cards are the ones that unlock many. the the you're like right. fun Kyber things. Kyber crystals did upgrades. For upgrades. The upgrades and like character. But they, so it's like yes, they have value, but not really because we don't care about the skill tree. Right. If the skill tree was necessary, then I'll do those. Well, also, I want to say something about the skill tree real quick, backtracking slightly to just, like, broader gameplay, but I think the thing that people misunderstand a lot about what makes skill trees good is that it shouldn't... This game, it's unnecessary because the game is really easy, so you don't need a skill tree. People think sometimes the reason you need a skill tree is because the game is really hard, and if you unlock the skill tree, it'll make it easy. Also think that's bad. Mm -hmm. The perfect skill tree allows me to customize the gameplay to the way that I like to play a game. So, Ghost of Tsushima, um, Horizon, um, I would say Horizon Forbidden West, not so much Zero Dawn. Mm -hmm. Um, Really good because you can customize your play style in a way that makes it fun for you to play. So, if you're a player who really likes stealth killing, Mm -hmm. you can max out your stealth tree and not, you know, whatever, and make it fun for you as opposed to just being like, this is a gauntlet that I have to overcome in order to make the game easier. This obviously is not that. It's just that it's, like, irrelevant because the game is really easy. The the only only other, like, thing that I would say is good for a skill tree, I think Fallen Order actually does really well, is it's like has a narrative purpose. Like, you're going through the skill tree and you're unlocking these abilities, not because, like you know, oh, like, here's this, like, bonus thing that's, like, crazy, but just it makes sense within the thing. And then, yeah, there's a skill tree that you can, like, buff it a little bit if you want, like, specific things. Yeah, well, and Fallen Order, I think, would fall into that same category of, like, I feel like it really lets you customize the way you play Cal, you know? Or just be, uh, just be very, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't, 
have too many options. Just have a very like concise, but yes. yeah, everyone and make everyone meaningful. I think Twilight Princess does that very well. Yes, with the hidden skills, there's like nine of them. Well, and that is super linear and just part of the main quest line. I mean, there's a couple that are extra. I think right. Yeah. You have to do like a couple are necessary, which is also a really good way to do bonus content. Mm -hmm. Is give give me one or two that are actually necessary mm -hmm. for the main content and for me yeah. to progress the story, and then. The rest are extra, but it's like, ah, you've, like, tantalized, you've, like, yeah. enticed me with this skill. I also think that a, a really good method for skill trees is I love in games when they have a little video clip that shows you what the mm. skill looks like. Yeah. Uh, Fallen Order has that for sure. Oh, yeah. And I love... Ratchet and Clank's. Well, I, the, oh my god, talk about a good... Because that's more like a weapon tree, right? Like, yeah, unlocking yeah. all the weapons and everything. Talk about a great example because... Those none of those guns are necessary to beat the game, but when you see the little video clip and the um the fun of what is it, Mrs. Mrs. What's her name? Zor Zoran? Zorok? Zorok? What was the one in Zirko. Rift Apart? Zircon? Mrs. Zircon? Zirk Zircon is the the Oh shoot. But isn't that her in, oh, in okay. Rift Apart? Yeah, it's like yeah. Mrs. Zircon who's yeah. like she's like the kill your enemies, yeah. you know, yeah. like that. So, so funny. funny. But watching those videos of what the ability it's looks like, it does such a good job of making me go, oh, I wanna do that. Like that looks so fun, that looks hilarious, you yeah. know. Whereas this it just is like oh, I can like kind of throw my lightsaber, like walk a little faster, you know. It's just like meaningless progression. I, I think like I've talked sort of like ad nauseum about collectibles because I'm definitely like a little bit of a completionist in, in <laughs> a some bit. in some instances. Like like this game, I very much was not because yeah. it was not interesting. But a lot of games, I will go back. But those games, they're really the the ones that do it really well are it's like here's like a like a basically linear path and like uh oh like if you look to the side there's a door that looks a little weird and you can go in and there's like a tiny little puzzle and then come back and go yeah. forward kind of thing those I love I'll do those any day but Kirby, something like Kirby had that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, some of the Mario games like approach that really well. Even like Ratchet and Clank in some ways, there's a lot more open stuff in Ratchet and Clank, but there's a lot of like kind of more linear stuff where it's mm -hmm. the same thing. This was weird because it's like, oh, like it's sort of an open world game. It's not quite an open world game. I don't but, know like, where they get off calling this. But open but world like game. it's 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 a, a lot more open than different things, but the only reason it's open is to stuff it with this stuff. Yeah. And yeah. and it's I'm not gonna do that because it's just a it's a waste of time. It's mm -hmm. not interesting, it's probably gonna be locked anyways yeah and and it doesn't the, um, the coruscant level design of that open world space with yeah. all that is like terrible sorry Street. continue no i was just gonna say that uh, i mean i am a open world aficionado mm -hmm. and i think that when it looking at all types of games and the best examples of them i think open world is the best type of video game because i value immersion and i think open world often gives you the best immersion mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that every game needs to be open world. And certainly if you don't have a good justification to do it, then please don't do well, it. And I really then you get this yeah. mess that it's open without providing any value whatsoever. Well, and I really missed the cantina doors thing from the old one where you just kind of walk around and free play and there's like yeah. little, little tiny cantina secrets here and there and then there's like the doors well, to the episodes right. and everything is so I mean, cute. That game, not really a good example of like open world by any means, but a really good example of collectibles that are obtainable and like yes. tasteful and, and uh, not just shoveling shit, again, quality yeah. over quantity. Um, that this game just did not have. It just yeah. had too much. And, like, so I really actually liked one of my favorite things gameplay-wise, again, sort of backtracking a little bit, was I liked a lot of the 
uh, ship battles and like those kind of yeah. sequences yeah. I thought were like I pretty thought that gameplay was really well designed I, I thought those were pretty cool a little like repetitive in the sense yeah. it's like dude get 10 of these and then get 10 of these whatever but I liked playing it it was like fun to play yeah. but like the you would get those parts of the map that was like this planet's like space or whatever oh, the open it was, space it was yeah. the same yeah. fucking thing every time Didn't there was a was. there was a race there was a a, 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 a kyber, brick, kyber, meteor, kyber yeah. yeah whatever and then maybe some like side quest or something it was the same thing and it was so pointless like how much mm-hmm. wasted resources on that? maybe not a lot because it was just like a copy yeah. and paste thing but like and, why and I also I kind of struggled to figure out who the developers were targeting this game to because on one hand you could say oh it's for kids because it's extremely easy on the other hand what kid is going to come anywhere close to getting a quarter of the collectibles in this which leads me to believe that yeah. they kind of wanted an adult audience they D- did not commit to any one group and it yeah. made for a very weak I, game. I think um, uh, the really funny part of what you're saying is that like I do feel like the target audience is people that played the early games. Yeah, they're kind and, of going for nostalgia and, and are doing this, but but it they didn't do anything to make that more enticing. And in your um your DLC of this game that is yet unreleased, yeah. if I'm understanding this timing correctly based right. on when we're recording this, <laughs> you mentioned something that really clicked with me, which was that, like, did I finish a single game when I was a kid? Yeah. I have these, like, vague memories of starting games, and, then, and like, if I, as an never adult, finished. go back to play them, I almost, like, never got the way that I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is really cool at the end. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so when, you, when you, like, pack these games with, like, thousands of different things, to your point, who's the audience, right? Because mm-hmm. like, I I would love to meet the person who 100 percented this game right. and like and take them outside <laughs> yeah. and, and show them the world. Oh but, my god! And study them in a tube. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just um, it really just is like it just like lacks like artistic art artistry. Like it just really like feels like. Again, I I mean, okay, I want to, like, sort of pose this now just, like, a little more writ large. I know I mentioned, like, donuts for dinner. It's, like, this is the thing we've been talking about is, like, I mentioned it's, like, I really realizing as I age anyway that I'm, like, I really value narrative. I really, or at the very least, like, some sort of conceit. Like, again, I think a good example of this is, like, it's a total quick sidebar. It's, like, comparing something like Animal Crossing New Horizons to, like, Fire Emblem, Mm -hmm. like, Three Houses, which is, like, Three Houses has, like, endless lore, like, 700 characters. It's, like, really fucking deep. And, but Animal Crossing to me has just as good of a quote-unquote story as mm-hmm. Fire Emblem just by virtue of, like, the little tiny touches of, like, you're on an island, nook getaway package, you know, oh, we gotta figure out a way to survive on this island and, like, make it work, blah, blah, blah. We gotta get KK here, you know. And it's, like, I just, like, am, I'm, like, what is... Do, is there place in your guys's like, you know, gaming sphere for games that feel sort of like this in that it's like, yeah, it's just kind of like silly, fun gameplay that mm-hmm. is like maybe entertaining for like 10, 15 hours and then you like put it away? Or like, do you think that this game, in addition to the gameplay flaws, like suffers from like just being a little donuts for dinner and just sort of kind of like... Yeah, that was I'm, fine. I'm, I'm, I really, my favorite games, 
uh, prioritize story and narrative yeah. for sure. But I think I'm a little different from you in that I really appreciate uh, nonsense, no story, vid- like just yeah. video game a la like Metroid Dread and even like Kirby. And a Metroid lot of- Dread has like a story, you know, yeah. and like still has narrative elements. Right, I guess. But I mean, like... Star Wars has quite the story, but like the focus yeah. just like wasn't there. And I also wonder, like, would you? How would it feel to play this game and not know Star Wars? Is that even possible? I don't think so. I, don't think that's I, I really, I guess what I'm tr- I'm trying to get is like I'm not saying that like if something is donuts for dinner, the way to fix it is to give it a complicated narrative. I'm just saying like. What do we do with these types of games? Because, again, I know this is an example that I'm just using over and over again now, but, like, Super Mario Odyssey, it's, like, not... You know, a lot of the Mario games in general, it's just, like, they're not... They don't have, like, complicated plot lines, but they have just enough that it... And enough creativity and flair and sort of, like... You know, Galaxy is a really good example of something that it's, like... Again, the story is essentially the same. It's just, like, Bowser kidnaps Peach, but just, like, the space aesthetic... That the open the overworld map of being that like you know observatory deck with like Rosalina and Luma, mm-hmm. just like enough flair and touches here and there that it makes it feel overall more elevated and it allows me to appreciate it as an adult, even if it's a game that might be technically marketed towards children. Are, are you are you asking like should we have games that are less narrative driven? I guess I don't know exactly what I'm asking. Because I would say, if that's the question, if I could straw man for a second yes. make that the question, um, I would say yes, and I think that Kirby is a really good example of yeah. Like, that's a game that, like, um, I think we even maybe mentioned this in our last podcast about it, but uh, about Kirby specifically, but it will never be the same impact that a Red Dead yeah. has, but I still thought it was great, and I really enjoyed playing it, and I definitely want to play games like that in the future. Yeah. I am open to a Lego Star Wars game that's good. I just think that this wasn't. I guess my question is, if we agree that Lego Star Wars is, you know, this, like, again, donuts for dinner, like, whatever, is it... Is that okay? Like, to just... Because I, I think you guys are saying Kirby does not feel that way to you. Well, it, Kirby feels different to me. Donuts for dinner in the sense that, like, it's not, like, super, like... It's that you play like, it and you have a fun time and then you put it away and you never think about it for another second and you kind of are like, mm, I want to play something else already. Like, well, I'm like, it doesn't... You don't feel fed. You don't feel satisfied. You don't feel like you've... Wow, I really I guess went that, through a, a journey or, of some kind. That you know? definition... No. It's very I think loose. That, yeah, but I think that... I think that, like... I, a game doesn't have to change my life. I don't have to be crying at the TV at 3 in the morning. Yeah. Not anyone specific for any specific game. But I don't have to be getting that type of emotional reaction for me to uh, value the game and think that yeah. it was worth its time and the time that I put into it. I just think that LEGO Star Wars... Um, just wasn't good. That's yeah, why, I, that's okay, I here, here's, I I will answer, I, I think that a game only has to give me value for the time that I'm playing it. Any time beyond mm. that is 
a huge bonus, but I don't think is a requirement for the medium. Okay, that's super interesting because I feel like you really crystallized now what I'm realizing is that it's like, so I've been, I've been like said like three times already that like all the examples I keep pulling are like examples I've given a million times like on this podcast and like separately mm-hmm. where it's just like, and we, it's like, we've played more than 10 games, but it's, it does you couldn't tell. Like, you know, it's just, it's like, I think that's what it is for me is that it's like, I need a game to feel like it has some sort of lasting impact on me. And that doesn't mean that it has to be narrative impact, but just something that I'm like, wow, that was so cool when, or, oh, that was so smart, or this is such an interesting mechanic level, Dang, whatever. What a, so, that's like a, so much pressure. Do you wake I up just, every I guess morning? it's like, I do you just, wake up every morning and say, this has to be a day that I learn something about myself? I don't know. I guess I just have like, not, I'm not trying to be like, I have such like impossibly high standards for everything. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I think that's really interesting. That's but I'm just saying it's like, I guess when it comes to entertainment, media, whatever, mm-hmm. I just really, really crave that like feeling of substance in whatever way that comes to me, you know, it again, it doesn't have to be, especially in a video game, it doesn't have to be like narrative substance. I just mean like I crave that like something beyond just like, yep, that was a video game that yeah. had XYZ number of levels. That so I what's your favorite? What's your favorite movie that you've ever watched? Or one of your favorite movies? Oh, well, my favorite movie is Up in the Air. Okay, Up in the Air. Yeah. So Up in the Air, it, transformative, was super impactful on you, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. Huge, yes. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Okay, so I watched that movie when I was 14, and I, I learned after watching that movie that, like, so much of life is about, like, um being unfulfilled. <laughs> like, that and I've changed my whole perspective okay. on life. So you have that George, one. George Clooney, if you're listening, uh, Jack wants to chat with you about... Uh, I would you love to... be a guest on the podcast. Oh, my God, yeah. Actually, I don't know I'm a huge a fan. Okay, so... That is, that is, on one hand, very impactful on you. On the other yes. hand, you have RuPaul's Drag Race. Not the same... <laughs> not a great example because I have cried in episodes of Drag Race. Yeah, but that's... that's no, like I know what you mean. It's like, like fluffier. Like your average, yeah. you know, week, week three of RuPaul's yes. Drag Race. Just fluff, reality TV, fun. I would argue, I would suspect that RuPaul, though, also has had a profound impact Here, on your life. Here's, here's, and those are not the same types of things. Right, but I think that what the takeaway is, is that both of those media things, so like, for Drag Race in particular as a show, I'm not I'm actually a huge reality competition fan mm-hmm. per, like, person in general, but what I really enjoy about that show is that it feels like it has staying power beyond just watching an episode of the show because there's like, honestly, the funny thing about that show is that it's like an MCU in and of itself where there's like an extended universe. I'm like, you've got to keep track of all that. And then it's like, it has impact because you see these performers in real life and you know you buy their merch and you interact with them on social media and so it, it has staying power be it's not like i just put it down at the end of the week and never think about it again okay here's here's a really good example i think yeah. actually uh maybe a little well un- we'll see about that maybe a little unfair <laughs> considering the category a bit mario party yeah or mario kart well, mario party mario, mario kart Smash, right? wii sports those kind of things yeah. those are very like 
I like there maybe it's a little unfair because of like party games. Well, but that's what I was gonna say. It's like I think there's there is a slight delineation because those are games that I primarily play with other people. Mm. So my memories of a lot of those games are things I'm like, oh my god, it was so funny that time that yeah. we were playing Mario Party. So it still has like a little bit of that. But I know what you're saying. It's like yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Those like, are fluffy games, like you know? or like I don't know if you ever played like a Crash Bandicoot game or something like that, like. Or, yeah. or like, I mean, even like the earlier like Mario games. I don't know. I, like, I really don't have an answer to this question. Like, yeah. this is what I was prefacing before, yeah. which is like, I just really don't know what the answer is, but it just keeps coming up, particularly with these last two games that we played, Kirby and this. That was my takeaway both times. I was like, I, I'm wanting something more and I can't put my finger on and it. And I, I, I feel like to answer, I think, yeah. and I know I'm repeating myself, but I think no. Kirby is that game. Like, sure. as a good example, like, that is not, I'm not, well, I mean, I'm I think well, Ratchet, I this. think Ratchet is a better comparison okay. and an example for yeah. this game. I, you know, it's funny, I but think, I, I would argue, sorry, but I would argue that Ratchet even tells, uh, like, tries to tell a deep story. I don't yeah, I really liked what they story. did with Ratchet no, 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 and no, no. I, I, yeah, oh, okay. I, I totally, I totally <laughs> agree. I think you were saying it's not necessarily about the story. No, I'm thinking, it's... I'm thinking of something like Kirby for me, which, like, I really liked Kirby. I think it hit the mark. It's not a perfect game. I thought it hit the mark for me. I probably don't, like, think about it often, but, like, when we're talking about it and I think about it, I'm like, oh, I had a really fun time playing that. And, and, and that's enough for me. I agree. But I, I think... should say that there's definitely a level of subjectiveness going on in that obviously I did not enjoy Kirby as much as you guys did and so it falls into that camp. So it's not a great example. I'm just, what I'm trying to get at and sort of like can't really find a way to pinpoint is I'm just like is it like I would love to find an example of a game that feels like it is purely fluff and doesn't have like some sort of staying power with me that I could still point back at and be like oh but that was so much fun and I can't think of anything. I think the hmm. I think for, and I, I wonder I, if it's like a self fulfilling prophecy because like if you are thinking of it again, then that means it has I, cleared that I bar. Think, but. I think you're. I think I kind of know what you're talking about, Jack. Um, I but I think that it's for me. I wouldn't apply that logic to Lego Star Wars because I think more than this like X factor that's missing. I think it's just a bad game a little yeah, bit. I, I, totally, think, I think totally. the design of a bunch of elements are bad and I think that's what makes it a game that I don't like like yeah. overall. Personally I found it more innocuous than bad like it, it definitely there's like a lot of stuff in it that's like not good for sure but I, I found it to be more inoffensive than offensive. It's just sort of it's like which is why again I bring up this topic because I feel like that's really what I'm focusing on with this game is that it just is like nothing you know it's like it doesn't it doesn't leave any sort of impression on me I, I have this joke with Haley about um the Gilded Age which is like this is so silly, but we we love that show, but we always joke about that. It's like it's perfect. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. Like it's just it's just period garb and like fun mm-hmm. costumes and like fun jokes and everything. But it's like so I'm like trying to find that Mm-hmm. for video Indeed. games where I'm like where is my Gilded Age video game where it just is like yes I can acknowledge that it's nothing it has no impact on me it's like fluff it's pure fun and entertainment but it still feels like it holds a lot of like merit to me man this this is blowing my mind I love this idea I feel I, like party games is the only thing that comes to I, mind I, I, I will okay I will because I do hear you on that and I will I will single this out and make it slightly more specific and say a game that is like 
not a party game, not intended to be necessarily played casually, and probably more than not is a single player game. Mm-hmm. Uh, sound off in the comments if you have an idea for what this game might Could be. Could it be for like. Jack. I, so <laughs> I would love to play it. Do we mean like a game that isn't. Uh, like, I'm thinking like Pokemon Red. Like, that's a game that yeah. has changed my life. And well, and then I also wonder how much of this is about three, but like, I've, it's not so much that... subjectivity. And then, like, if I think about Pokemon, like, I've, uh, maybe I feel that way about like Sword Shield. What's but like, is, what is this about nostalgia too? Where it's like, is that the only reason that like, a game also, like that like, stands cul- out? Cultural, like, Im- what about like, well, Lego Island? Like, what's the impact of Lego Island? Yeah. Than, well, like, again, that's nostalgia? why I bring up nostalgia because I'm like, I'm sure if I play that game, I'd be like, what the hell is this? But as a my memories, I mean, there are games like that. Like, I mean. Oh my god, the titles that are flying in my brain right now that are like these childhood staples, but I'm sure if I play them like backyard baseball, like Zoo Tycoon, you know, oh, like oh, all yeah, the yeah. all the Backyard Baseball is a really good example. Backyard baseball is a game that it's like Pablo's on my team. Oh my god. The image that just slapped my into my brain of when you said Pablo, like, yeah. oh my god. Because we all know Pablo is a heavy Pablo's hitter. awesome, yeah. And he's fast. Too. He's fast and oh, a good hitter, yeah. I mean, but yeah, like all the backyard games though, because I think I had backyard, was there a basketball too? I yep, there was really all sorts. I think I had a backyard bug basketball. snacks. What about bug snacks? Well, bug snacks. Okay, tell a story. but bug snacks I feel has a charm factor that can't. Like, we're not, we're not gonna Wait, get to on. this. Uh, yeah, maybe we're, we... we're not gonna get to the end of this. We can move on. I just my what I'm I can't, I don't know how to explain this. It's just like I I I okay. I will say I think what I'm getting at is that my answer is no games that are pure fluff. And pure, just like, yep, it's just a bunch of levels tied together with, like, not a whole lot of charm and, like, not a whole lot of thought and, like, a little bit of that laziness that we've been talking about with this game in particular. And strip it of any nostalgia factor or party mode ability. I just don't think that that type of game is for me anymore. It might have been for me as a kid, and that maybe might have been what Lego <laughs> I guess, but I, I, feel like, I, feel like, like, I feel like you're describing a game that doesn't exist yeah well i feel like lego star wars is that's what i'm saying is like this and and for me kirby was that it was like a game that i'm just like this doesn't do it for me okay maybe we gotta end it potentially i wouldn't describe kirby or lego star wars skywalker saga games one that i liked one that i didn't like i wouldn't describe either of those as lazy Oh, I, oh, I think Lego Star Wars is I would, so I wouldn't lazy. Call, oh, I wouldn't how? call Kirby lazy, but I would call like copy paste, copy paste side stuff, uh, uh, removed missions, um, mm. fetch quests, all that stuff is so lazy. I, guess, I would love. Okay, I would love to aspects. give. I would. I would not. I don't walk. All we're talking okay, about this game is the classic one. You mean I'd say this game? This game is lazy. This game is so I lazy. It, I don't. Mm, lazy to me implies that they. Almost like in the cash grab territory. Yeah, I think this 2.5. My, my brother is This is a hundred percent a lazy 2.5. game. 2.5. I think not a good game, but specifically not a bad game. I I'm almost leaning in bad territory. Ah. And I, we got to stop this before <laughs> I drop my rating to it too, because ah, yeah, yeah. I'm like I think uh, maybe maybe this is a good time to transition into like closing remarks. Yeah, uh, we should. We kind of did, we got through everything basically. It, it, maybe in maybe in reverse order, perhaps. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I, I really, I'm sorry to have derailed this, no, com- this conversation with no, such a interesting. crazy philosophical question. Again, what I'm saying is that I just think that I'm realizing this thing about my personal taste that, I, and not to, to get off the Kirby train, I, I would say the Lego Star Wars is more of an example of this than anything. Mm-hmm. I've just 
moved on from a place in my life and my relationship to video games where if it's a if I'm playing a game by myself and it's you know has some kind of loose story or some kind of progression that's beyond like party game I really want and or want slash am craving something that feels like it has artistic staying power with me either by virtue of being a very interesting narrative doing something cool with the gameplay um as an example of this that kind of combines both like that thing in fallen order where you have to walk through that flashback mm -hmm. that is technically a level but it's like all narrative based and there's like no combat or anything what you're giving me a look tetris, tetris what about yeah. tetris <laughs> or what, what about no I, honestly i i mean does i don't that, does that i like, mean do, do you play pac-man like regularly I play tetris sometimes do you have games on your phone no <laughs> i have do you have games on your phone uh, I've got two games. I've I play games on my phone. See, I, I that's the thing is I just think it's like I, I it doesn't I, work for I, me. I fully get it now. Mm -hmm. I I think I think that makes I think that totally makes sense to me. I think we disagree. Totally, that yeah. Kirby no, I, and Lego Star Wars. I think Legos Star Wars. I don't like because I think it's bad. I think, I think I'll just say it's like there again. That does feel like it somehow goes into like party game territory or like casual game territory. What I'm really trying to... I, I, I hear you on that example because it does... I don't have games on my phone and stuff like that. But I just mean that, like, when I sit down to play a game that's, like, a $60 console video game, yeah. it's, like, by myself or whatever, you know, I just... If it, the game doesn't deliver me anything beyond just, like, some entertainment, I'm, like, disappointed. I just feel like it's just not enough for me anymore. I hear you. And I don't know. Maybe it's just... Maybe I'm just... Bitter and, and like just impossible impossible to please and the it's like always a moving target i just think that like lego star wars that was really the takeaway that i had for this game and why i'm giving it a three out of five is it's just innocuous and in, invisible on the on the slate of my brain yeah fair enough uh so just funny that again after all of that i had the lower score than you um but at 2.5 2.5 for lego star wars the skywalker saga um, I guess I'll use the last moment here just to clarify what we were mentioning a moment ago. I really would not call this game lazy. Uh, when I think of a lazy game, I think of like the EA NHL games, <laughs> where it's like every, or even Call of Duty for a while, every game, or every year there's a game released, minimal upgrades to it, $60. It's the same thing, slightly yeah. fresh coat of paint on it. That's lazy. Lazy to me is a very harsh term that I would reserve for the most offensive um, of, of cases. I really think they put effort into this game. I think they really tried. I think they just misplaced their efforts with this. I think that um, they just didn't execute well. I think looking at this game, it is gorgeous. I think that the voice acting is very well done. Um, I, I personally liked the over-the-shoulder gunplay combat, and I thought that the lightsaber combat, except for some kind of funky camera angles in the boss battles I thought was all really well done. Um, I could not call this game lazy. I just think they missed the mark. Uh, again, going back to our language, I see what they were going for. <laughs> I just don't think they quite got there. That um, language is like... Really, it's like etched in stone. And I wrote that in an afternoon on a wing, and it <laughs> yeah. is now our constitution. It's perfect. Like, so I like... literally, like, I'm an originalist when it comes oh. to the, the, the last oh boy. notes. Oh, boy. Uh, 2.5 out of... 2.5 on constitutional originalism. <laughs> um, yeah, so, 
<laughs> so um, I think it really is a lazy game. And I totally know, I feel like probably the every year at Madden is like a different kind of lazy and a much more egregious laziness. I will say that, of course, any game being made is a miracle. Like any, <laughs> like, like any, like any movie and TV show, any piece of art being made is a full miracle. Everyone's fish in the sea. <laughs> no, like, I totally like, know what you mean. Hundreds it's like... of peoples and millions of dollars, and so like I don't want to like discredit this poor like lighting artist in the background that does a really good job or whatever. But I think generally speaking, the game is super lazy, mm-hmm. and then it like. And it pushes the same stuff over on you. There's simultaneously like no thread between these, other than of course like just Star Wars is like thread, but also like not enough to separate them yeah. between each other to like justify like each the uniqueness of each game. And I actually I'm gonna do something a little crazy, and I'm dropping the score because I just re-looked at the thing, and I honestly think this is a bad game. Yeah, I I think I misplaced my... Is this the low? No, God of War is also a two, right? Well, that's a different... That's a different. Uh, I think scale. I think that like if this game was scaled back like fifty percent and didn't take as much swings that it did, mm-hmm. I I would have liked it so much more. I may change my mind down <laughs> the line, but like I feel like just going off of the criteria, I feel like I see what they're doing and I feel like it's bad. I also Versus, wonder if the reason my rating is higher is just because I didn't finish because I didn't have as much I didn't stick as much time. I think that Honestly, might have had a factor. Like maybe it didn't take till episode five where I started getting. I was gonna it. say like maybe it's because the reason your guys' ratings are low and not because they're not also valid and it's just like <laughs> you guys like sunk so much more time into this than I did. I mean I'm yeah. sure my playtime is like seven hours, six. I have eighteen hours for me. I'm sure it's nothing. Yeah. So. It is just interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, who who knows? Could you know check check back at the like Instagram to see what I ended up on in my <laughs> yeah. posts. But like, I just think I just think it, it was a it was a bad time, and yeah. I, I'm really and again I'm not mad. I'm just really disappointed <laughs> in this execution. Sure. Suffice to say, I am really. I mean, I'm not gonna say what it is, but I'm really excited for our next game because yeah. of everything that we talked about. It, I feel like we'll just our next discussion will have. So many more interesting things to talk about based on tonight's discussion and yeah. based on what the context of the game is. The next one. Check check uh, check Ladzu game Instagram yeah. next week, mm-hmm. uh, where you'll see what our next game is. Uh, uh, yeah, stay groovy. Stay, <laughs> you're gonna go stay groovy. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna give go you, go I'm gonna give wait, you one more okay. chance. Okay, okay, <laughs> hang on. Let me let me find another time. One second. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lads Who Pod. If you're interested in keeping up with the lads, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Lads Who Game and can read our more detailed analysis of this game and more on our website, ladswhogame.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, give us a rating, and tell your friends. Uh, I need um, I need 10 seconds of silence. Stay groovy.